0: Hi, yes, it's Monday, and usually you don't hear from me at the beginning of the week. But as you gathered from the title and description of what you're listening to, this is not a typical episode of this podcast, but it's something that I think you will like. If you're feeling overwhelmed by changes in your life and perhaps you're unsure how to navigate them, you are not alone. I'm right there with you. And so today I'm sharing a special preview of a podcast I've been loving and I think could help. From our friends at Pushkin Industries, it's called A Slight Change of Plans. And like this show, Let It Out, it's all about the human experience. A Slight Change of Plans blends science with storytelling to explore who we are and who we become in the face of a big change. Dr. Maya Shankar is a cognitive scientist who is an expert on human behavior, and she's here to help us manage the changes we all experience in our lives. On the show, you'll hear intimate conversations with celebrity guests like Tiffany Haddish and Casey Musgraves, as well as journalist Yuna Lee, who has been held captive in North Korea for 140 days, and Dr. Richard Harris, who was rescued by a boys' soccer team, trap- Deep in a cave in Thailand. Maya is also joined by change experts, including leading grief therapist Julia Samuel, psychologist Adam Grant, and author Micah Pollan, whose scientific insights will help us make better decisions and live happier, more fulfilling lives. In this preview, you'll hear Maya in conversation with Christine Ha, the first blind contestant and winner of the reality TV show Master Chef. Christine talks about losing her vision and how she had to relearn how to navigate many aspects of her life, including her biggest passion, which is cooking. It's, It's a really cool clip that you're about to hear. Apple chose a slight change of plans as its best show of the year in 2021 because it so beautifully shows all of us how to survive through really challenging, tough times. And we can all use that right now. Okay, here's a preview of a slight change of plans with Dr. Maya Shankar. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. You can hear the full episode and more wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I remember noticing that the vision in one of my eyes was blurry and I assumed it was my contact lens. I took it out and I cleaned it, popped it back in. I still realized that my eyesight was blurry so I ended up going to an optometrist, and he checked out my eye, did all the usual eye exams, uh, concluded that it was actually something neurological. My brain was fine, but the nerve tissue that connects the eye to the brain transmitting the image that my eye was taking in was on the fritz. That's Christine Ha describing a rare neurological condition that caused
2: her vision to rapidly deteriorate and left her legally blind by age 24. Christine had to relearn how to navigate so much in her life, the ins and outs of her home, opening mail, and cooking food for herself. Making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which had once been so straightforward for her, now felt like a daunting task.
1: I noticed that when I put the jelly on the, the slice of bread and all of the jelly got all over the counter, it dripped down my arm. When I tried to line the two slices of bread together, like the sandwich seemed not perfect and I remember being very frustrated with myself, throwing that sandwich away and and just telling myself I don't know how I'll be independent again. I don't think I'll be able to ever cook again.
2: Spoiler alert, Christine did cook again. And she's found her independence again. Today, Christine's a world-renowned chef who goes by the nickname The Blind Cook. She won season three of the hit reality TV show Master Chef in 2012. And she's written a New York Times best-selling cookbook and owns two restaurants in Houston, Texas. On today's episode, a blind woman becomes a master chef and redefines what independence means to her along the way. I'm Maya Shankar and this is A Slight Change of Plans, a show about who we are and who we become in the face of a big change. Christine Ha grew up in a Vietnamese-American family, and she loved the traditional dishes her mom would cook for her. When Christine got to college, she was eager to recreate some of her mom's recipes, to reconnect with her Vietnamese heritage, and also to feel close to her mom, who had died of cancer when Christine was 13. The more Christine cooked, the more she realized just how much she loved it—the recipes and the experience of sharing food with her friends and family—so she turned it into a full-on hobby— But that all changed for Christine when she was diagnosed with neuromyelitis optica in her early 20s. She experienced blurry vision, numbness in her arms and legs, partial paralysis, and seizures. While medication would help with many of these symptoms, doctors told her to expect severe and permanent vision loss. I asked Christine to share what it was like to receive this news.
1: I was very fearful. I felt very alone because at the time I was in my early 20s and of course most of my friends were not experiencing that none of them i really knew had to deal with chronic illness vision loss those types of things i i think when you're in your 20s you assume you're invincible and you don't think you're going to be dealing with stuff like that until you're much much older so i felt very alone in what i was experiencing and no one could really relate and so in my head, I was thinking, why are my friends not caring as much as I do about what I'm going through? Or why are they still able to laugh and and do normal everyday things and, and feel like that's okay when I can't? Can you say
2: more? You mentioned that you
1: felt socially isolated. And I'm wondering if you can, I think this
2: is so relatable for so many people who go through unexpected and rare challenges, right? That they don't feel that other people can relate to them.
1: So it's definitely a grief experience. So earlier in life, I had to grieve the loss of my mom when she passed away when I was young, but it's similar in that you go through the same motions. I was in denial and then I felt upset uh, that I was going through this and other people didn't understand. I felt alone. Then I felt sad. Um, I felt at times, not often, but at times I felt sorry for myself, like wondering why this was happening to me and not somebody else. And then I think I I had to allow myself to sit in that space and feel that sadness and feel that loss. I basically allowed myself to pity myself and allowed myself to cry about it and ask why is this happening to me and tell myself this really sucks. And you know, it took some time, a lot of thinking and and just kind of ruminating with my own thoughts in my head. It helped me come to the realization that no matter what happens, the world is going to keep on moving on. So the sun will continue to rise, continue to set regardless of what happens. And it it is a weird feeling. And I, I feel like I've gone through this before with the loss of my mom. It's like you wake up the next day and you're like, There are still people driving to work. There are still people going to school. There's still, you know, people are still living their lives, even though my life feels like it just got turned upside down. You know, you mentioned that
2: you had lost your mother at a young age. Um, I imagine that this forced a kind of independence on you. And I'm wondering whether that independent mindset in some ways prepared you for this moment of deteriorating vision.
1: It's interesting you say that because I almost thought it was the opposite. So because I lost my mom when I was young, I did feel like I had to grow up fairly quickly and become very independent and rely mostly on myself. And when I lost my mom, I realized that you cannot depend on any person in your life because in a second, that person could be gone and then your whole world gets turned upside down. So I think for me, um, losing my mom forced me to be independent and not depend on other people. But actually when I started losing my vision, I had to give up independence and I had to depend on people more and ask for help for even the most mundane of tasks like reading my mail or um, trying to identify things in the refrigerator or uh, pouring myself a glass of water to drink. And so it stripped me of my independence. So Uh, In a way, I really wasn't prepared for that because losing my mom did make me independent and then losing my vision made me learn to be dependent again.
2: Yeah. And it sounds like from what you're describing that being independent had become a large part of your identity. So maybe you were in part grieving a loss of independence since you were now going to have to rely on people in a way
1: that you hadn't before. Oh, definitely. I, I always say the hardest thing about the vision loss was the loss of some of the independence that I was used to.
2: Hmm.
1: So your vision is slowly
2: deteriorating. Is there a moment where maybe it hits you for the first time? This is not getting better. You know, in the past, maybe I've been able to fight my way through
1: problems, but this is one, I just don't have any chance against it. I think I had several moments like that. One of which I, that really stands out in my head was a moment when I had lost some more vision, and like I, I'd mentioned, it was gradual over the years. So anytime it would decrease a little bit to a new baseline, I would start getting used to that baseline. And be like, okay, well, this is I can live with this. I'm I'm getting used to it. I can figure out how to um, still walk around without a, a white cane, or I can enlarge the font on my computer to 35 point font and still read my screen, or or whatnot. And then I would, as soon as I would get used to that new baseline of my vision, it would decrease more and I'd lose more vision and I'd have to feel like I would start over. So I remember there was one particular time when my vision pretty much decreased to the level that it is now, which I describe as very, very blurry and very washed out colors. And I just see some foggy shapes as though if you were to step out of a very, very hot shower and your mirrors all fogged up and with the steam, that's kind of how I see. So it's very, uh, very, very blurry. Don't see much color, maybe some slight shapes, but everything's foggy and hazy when it decreased to this level, I remember I was living alone at the time and I was trying to make a sandwich for myself and I thought the easiest thing was going to be peanut butter jelly. So I was like, okay, I could find the bread. It's already sliced up. I just pulled the slices out and I would just find the peanut butter by smell, find the jelly by smell, and then use a butter knife to spread the peanut butter and the jelly on the two slices of bread. But I think I was in a very precarious mental state at that time already. And it's not that the sandwich has to be perfect to be edible and good. But I noticed that when I put the jelly on the the slice of bread and all of the jelly got all over the counter, it dripped down my arm. When I tried to line the two slices of bread together, like the sandwich seemed not perfect. It was, and, and growing up too, I'm very much a perfectionist and I still sort of am. So I think just not being able to make a perfect PBJ sandwich at that time was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. And I remember being very frustrated with myself, throwing that sandwich away and, and just telling myself, I don't think I'll be able to ever cook again. I don't know how I'll be independent again. You know, that's a moment that stands out in my head, but I've had many of similar moments like that.
0: That was a preview of A Slight Change of Plans from Pushkin Industries. You can hear the full episode and more from A Slight Change of Plans wherever you get your podcasts. And I will talk to you at the end of the week with a new podcast episode from this podcast, Let It Out. I'm Katie, the host of that. Thank you so much as always for listening and being here and maybe trying something new. I love you. Talk to you Friday. Bye. Bye.